Bro, some of my favorite memories from my childhood. I gotta say, they was in your apartment. And this was during a time that the religion was so instilled in my household that I could only really watch wrestling pay-per-views at your apartment. <laughs> Goddamn. This was at the height of Stone Cold, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Mankind, Undertaker, The Kane, like... You're talking attitude era. I'm talking attitude You're talking era. Monday Night Wars. And this is when... I mean, goddamn, man. Like, Warzone had came out. Attitude had came out. WrestleMania 2000 had came out. I don't think you people know what that means, man. I don't think you know what this era of wrestling means to us, man. And I'm glad this is the topic we're on. Because... Or two things right now, man. We're two people who have loved wrestling a majority of our lives. I don't love wrestling like I used to. Um, I still watch. I still love the old wrestling. I still love old Just wrestling. Our era of wrestling, the same. If I could catch anything on that, I'm watching it. And I'm so happy that we live in an era where it's so easily accessible, accessible bro. You have no idea how many times I've watched Undertaker ride out at Judgment Day during that motherfucking Iron Man match. One of the greatest moments. For our era wrestling, I remember just you know you weren't even thinking that time. Yo, we haven't seen him taking about two years, and then I don't know, he comes down on a motherfucking Harley. But the pop, that the he pop, had. and then with that whole setup with the flashing things that have been going on, they gave us the Taz, the Y two J again. They recycled something. In but the Y two J, I'm glad you brought it up. I was gonna bring it up. The Y two J debut. When The Rock is in the ring cutting a promo, and then the Millennium Countdown just starts ringing down, and the lights just cut out, the pyro goes off, around. the new music comes on, nobody, yeah. nobody knows whose music this is, until the letters on the Titantron spin into Jericho. And you know what that means. And as soon as that happened, the place... Fucking erupted, bro. And this was the era of wrestling that, bro, when I went to my junior high school prom, I left early because SmackDown was on that night. Damn. I left everyone. At that age, I would have done the same thing. This was when Mr. Basalata, I don't know if he's still around, but if he is... Let's get him to listen to this podcast because we're shouting him out. He was the person in IS-291 that was going around because his brother worked for the WWF at the time, now WWE, as a roadie. And he would get autographed pictures for all of the students who had good report cards. If that wasn't a fucking incentive. I never got any, but I mean, I had good report cards. But do you remember my wall? I remember your wall. I hated your wall. I mean, I loved your wall, but I, I I envied your wall. That's the right word. I envied your wall. And I don't even know what happened to my wall. 
kind of like what happened to my Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo games. I get blamed for giving them, like, I didn't lend those out or give them away. I have no idea where those games disappeared to. I had about 5,000 comic books, and my mom got rid of all of them because she said that they were bringing bad spirits to the house, bro. Who the fuck knows why these things aren't in our possession anymore after we spent earned money on them? It's insane, man. But one thing that can be never taken away from us is our memories of this era of wrestling, man. And you saying, you know, it's funny. You bring that up. Your uh, your fondest memories being at my house watching pay per views at my niece's christening a few weeks ago in August, uh, in the middle of August. Uh, I was talking about that, man. I was talking with my brother and sister about. Uh, someone brought up wrestling, and I said, "Do you guys remember how Daddy would pimp us to get us to clean the house before he would order the pay per view?" <laughs> There were even a few times you came <laughs> over <laughs> to help us clean the house before I the pay per view. Need my help? Like, I, I was like, yo, there, my bro. pop said we gotta clean the whole crib before everything. Yo, what do you need help with, bro? Come on, come on. <laughs> like, yo, yo, it's crazy. I don't think my pops would have missed those pay per views regardless. He just knew we weren't gonna miss those pay per views, so he pimped us. Yo, your mother want to clean house? Y'all been here all week and clean it. You want to see that fucking paper? <laughs> clean this motherfucking house. Hey, and he was like, yo, before, well before it starts. So we in a clean house relaxing. Yeah, yeah, no, it yeah, wasn't yeah, no yeah. get down to the stretch and then go rush. No, had his whole fucker no clean. Stretch. Had his whole fucker clean in time to relax, have dinner, and watch it, man. And we were joking well, you about know what, that. You know what I felt like? I felt like even if it didn't get done in time, he was going to go in the bedroom, lock the door, and order it himself. He, you know, my dad's I good at like making I, us feel. He was feel always like good at making us feel like guy. that. He my dad, that. my dad never would have done that to us. You sure? I know my dad. I, my, my mom, she's not spiteful, but she's the disciplinarian. For us not being done in time, and she told us to, she would have done that shit if she liked wrestling. But my dad, because he knows we like wrestling, and he knows we were trying to do what he told us to, he would have given it to us. So now I'm, I'm going to hit you with three questions. Attitude error based. And these are just flexible questions. You can go off on a tangent if you want to. But I want to go through favorite wrestler during the Attitude Era, favorite tag team during the Attitude Era, mm-hmm. and favorite faction during the Attitude Era. Ooh, favorite faction is one I saw on a wrestling page I follow today. And there was a toss-up, and that was a tough decision. We're going to get to that in a second, man. Uh, I think you, without a doubt, without a doubt, should know who my favorite wrestler is. I'm not going to assume, bro. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Because I, you know, I, I didn't want to assume. No. Because I wanted to say that. I, I wanted to say that. You know that. that. And I've grown into Austin because you know it wasn't always Austin. It was for me. It was always Austin. It's not about that fuck you attitude. You know, I went through the rock era. I went through the time where I wanted to be the Hollywood guy, and then I got into the industry. And goddamn, now I just drink beers and got a belly and <laughs> want to stone cold stun everyone. <laughs> so I understand stone cold a lot more now. But the faction. Is the one that I really I think that's the faction. The I'm gonna give you the tag team before I get to the faction. Get to, get to the tag team. There's two tag teams here. I want to admit are like are like rough to pretend that weren't 
two of my favorites, but they were two favorites, even though they weren't traditional tag teams, because they had never really wrestled together before this. Uh, Rock and Sock? Huh? That's that, that's number one. That's my number one favorite ever. Rock, Rock and, Sock. and Sock? Rock and Sock Connection. But number two, a close number two before that, Kane and X-Pac. I don't know what it was about, like they had when great they, chemistry. Chemistry, the music meshed, the music, that pyros no, no, meshed no, no, perfectly. They, they, every, everything, like with the, the I think they with were the, with that fantastic tag team. Those are two of my favorites. I don't think they were the greatest. Those were my favorites, and though. they were champions. They were champions. Two of my favorites. I won't say they're the greatest by any stretch. Rock and sock. It was a great gimmick amazing gimmick but look at what that did i don't want to say for the rock's career i want to say for finally getting it it put foley over on another level. put him over on another level that it shouldn't have taken that long i'll tell you i'll tell you what happened foley before rock and sock connection i feel would have been able to get over maybe his book Maybe the tales of, you know, Japanese wrestling yeah. and bomb matches and shit like that. But it's only going to get it over with true wrestling fans. Rock and Sock Connection put him on that Hollywood level where his book was a New York Times bestseller. But even with that, the book, but it was like, like it, as a wrestling fan, you knew his story before the book. As we, a wrestling fan. As a wrestling fan... The wrestling fans are going to pay his bills. Hollywood is going to pay his kids' college tuition. So He's popping up in what, random what, episodes what, what of 30 he, Rock. What he did was he became a solidified celebrity by associating himself heavily with, with, a, great so, one. with a solidified no, no, celebrity, no. nigga. What was his nickname at that time? Oh, he was a great the one. Great one. The, most the most electrifying man in sports, sports entertainment today. And Ever. He lived up to Ever. that name. Ever. And even now, The Rock is still cutting promos on actors. He just released another promo that he was talking shit to Tyrese because Hobbs and Shaw actually did really good. I mean, if the critics didn't like it, don't matter if it makes bank, man. I didn't see it. Like I haven't seen. I haven't seen it yet. No, but like this shit, like it's the Rock, it's the Rock and Jason Statham, like fucking. How do you expect that to not do good? Monster heads, like fucking these energy drink drinkers, man. They're gonna go see that shit. They they want to see that was fucking, fucking. That that was something that should have happened in like two thousand four, bro. With that type of energy monster drink. Number three. What's your faction, bro? Faction, man, and you know, you know, I hate to do this, man. I hate to admit it. It's NWO. Woo! And it's a tight. It's a tight. It's a, it's a tight. It's 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 rough for me to admit that it's NWO because you know how much I love DX. You know how much I love DX. But the way NWO happened. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, and I'm not even saying their WWE names, Diesel and Razor Ramon left, showed up as the outsiders, the bad guys, and the way Hogan turned his back, that heel turn, 
from everything that Hogan, like, yo, from the way he walked out, that last time you saw him walking out of WCW, I mean, WWF, angry, fuming, bouncing his fucking little, got the ball spot going already, but his little party in the back bouncing all over the place. And for that to happen the way it did, with Miss Elizabeth dropping the belt into the fucking trash, the way they made. You know what's crazy, though? Not to cut you off. But that era in time is considered the Attitude Era. And the Attitude Era was coined by WWE. Yeah. So people don't even... It's not like the NWO Era. It's the Attitude Era. It's the Attitude Era. That was the WWE... They've always set the standard for professional wrestling. It's always been them who've pretty much claimed... The, the 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 sayings and the, and they've coined the phrases and that's that another use. one of those you know you could argue greatest versus favorite NWO goes down as one of the top two three stables ever and I'm talking original NWO before they turned into all that other shit black and all that shit versus original DX DX was amazing, man, for when they when, when WWE was still losing, but they were gaining momentum for what they did. Like, oh, we're close by, we're only 50 miles apart. Guys, you're going to shoot promo at that fucking event. They want to, they, this motherfucker want to talk about our shit before we're live and, and bowls down like that. I want you guys there. Whoever had the genius to do what they did on that promo was a rich man. Where they pulled up with the little army fucking jeep they with the, the shit. They had the DX army shit. To do that at a WCW event. I, I, and honestly, that's why I don't know if that was Triple H's idea. I don't know whose idea it was. I'm but I think sh- that sure it might have been Triple H's. Because there has to be a reason he's still so involved other than, you know, who he's married to. Even though, yo, I still love her. I still, bro, those are the best tits I've seen in a long bro. time. But that's She's a, one of the main that's, reasons that's I love podcast. Caucasian women. To wrap this up, NWO not even being a part of WWE or the WWE universe at the time changed the fate of WWE. Changed it. And when Hogan turned heel, goddamn nigga, that shook the pillars of wrestling. And you know what else? We're going to talk about another heel turn before we get out of here. You know, my new favorite boo. Uh, I'm about to say Becky Bailey? Lynch. Bailey. That fucking B. They need to do something with that. Those two Bs always kill me. Barely, man. Listen, they just deleted a photo off the internet of her and a thong. And I guarantee you I'm going to find that shit because I'm a pig. And you can follow us at Button Roach. <laughs> at Button Roach. We do the fucking hurt. We heard that shit.